0: All right, how to actually go to bed earlier. Uh, Thanks, Alex, uh, uh, one of my clients uh, from uh, London for this question. I think it's actually very important and I like to uh, start talking about my story when I try different routines. So um, you probably know that back in 2016, I was still a professional swimmer. And after I stopped uh, being paid to compete, uh, I had to, you know, start developing my routine, start looking at uh, my working hours, my free time, and my actual actual workout time. It was actually pretty challenging because being paid to be an athlete kind of made it easy for me to go to bed at a certain time and wake up at a certain time. But at the same time, it was only like years later after I retired from competitive swimming that I found out that I was making like big mistakes. So... Um, I was probably like sleeping like six to seven hours per sleep, which for like a a professional athlete is way too little. Um, And uh, so I got into like uh, more uh, of self-help books uh, and I read like a few books, like The Power of Sleep, for example, is a good one. And in in these books, basically, I found that, uh, you know, a consistent pattern of uh, some of the things uh, that I'm going to share with you. Um, And, you know, these things will always be crossed and backed up by uh, scientific evidence, but I'll probably write an article where I'll get more into details uh, uh, of that. In this uh, episode, we'll uh, we'll just talk about the nitty-gritty of it, of what works, the stuff that works that can actually improve the likelihood that not only like you get good sleep, uh, which is a little bit vague, like what does... What does it even mean getting good sleep? Uh, but that we actually have some measurable way to say yes. I'm waking. I'm waking up at this time. I'm going to bed at this time, and I'm feeling in this way. All right. And uh, we're gonna have a look at how you know, to develop this kind of strategy. Now, um, the the thing I want you to know, though, it's that as I was reading these self books, I often like try different routines, and uh, I want to share with you that uh, it's very important that you develop a routine that works for you because, hey. I am an entrepreneur, so, you know, like, especially in these times uh, when you go on social media, it's so crazy to feel like, uh, com- so much comparison to other entrepreneurs, uh, because like, there are other people. And uh, as I said earlier, like uh, different people will benefit from different routines, so some people, they wake up at 4.48 or like. Three thirty or like 3 a.m and i'm like what this is crazy i feel like uh, i struggle to wake up like uh, at five fifty or like 6 a.m on time so i think it's important to use uh, um what other people are doing um just just for your knowledge right so just just so that you can confirm to yourself that there are other ways and other people um that do different routines from the one that you do um and Make sure that you have a balance between the people who you think are doing better than you and you think are doing worse than you. Um, In in life, it will not always be possible, but hey, it's super it's super interesting to notice like the feeling that arises from uh, you know when you are uh, with two different friends, one that wakes up at 4 a.m. every day and one that wakes up at 9 a.m. every day, and you're struggling to you're in the middle, so you want to wake up like at 7 a.m. and you're like feeling a little bit sluggish and low in energy. Um, but surely like the friend that wakes up at nine tired and not exercising and like always running a little bit late for the things he wants to do it will make you feel in a certain way whilst the other will make you feel in a different way so most people in that situation they feel a little bit uh, um, you know running behind uh, when they talk to a person who wakes up very early and they feel pretty good about themselves when they talk to a person who is like taking his time and like having more of a chilled morning. So, uh, for example, in the past, I remember that I was talking with a friend uh, and uh, she was saying like, oh no, Francesco, I have absolutely no time at all to exercise. So I asked a few deeper questions about like her schedule uh, and how she managed her day. And we found out that basically, like, she was waking up uh, at 8.30 because she had to be at work at 9. So she had plenty of time because 9 a.m. It's a, you know, moderate uh, start. I wouldn't say it's an early start uh, for, for the day. Uh, so she had plenty of time. At the time, I remember that I was... Uh, In the swimming pool at five forty-five in the morning, so I had to wake up at five. You know, get some light breakfast and then swim for two hours. So by the time she was awake, I had already done like six kilometers swimming. So you know, it's important to like to confront yourself with other people um, and just to learn about different routines and not think that uh, you know there is only one kind of routine. There are multiple routines. Uh, that you can develop. Some will work, some will work a little bit more, some might work very well for a short period of time, but don't think that your routine, I'm talking about your bedtime routine and your wake-up routine, um, so your morning routine, morning and evening evening routine, don't think they will always be the same, because the reality is that they will change and they will adapt Um, depending on the different availabilities and the different commitments that you have on a certain period of time. So I want you to be really open to and curious. So there is not going to be a perfect routine that is going to make you feel super well and sharp every morning and energetic. It's going to be more of a slow progress. So it's important to be a little bit of a detective in this uh, and just uh, be curious wonder um, what can you do maybe in some cases you might need some tools uh, uh, so yeah if you are wondering like uh, if there are any additional resources for this show um, you you can go on the show notes and download uh, a uh, sleep hygiene like um, sleep and practices for uh, you know improving recovery improving your sleep and just have a little bit better uh, uh, hygiene of sleep and if you want to get uh, deeper in the topic go and listen to episode 64 of the lean muscle warriors podcast uh, where i talk about sleep hygiene practices to improve your sleep quality so um you know we will definitely like get into into the nitty-gritty today but if you want to get a little bit uh, a broader overview on the topic go and listen to that episode so yeah again like uh, i think uh, it, it's it's often uh, um, you know, one thing that it's, uh, often recommended is like to don't have any screen time right before bed. And so this is like one of my, you know, main tip because it's actually very hard for me too. So I want to be open about it and like say, Hey, you know, some days uh, it's easier for me to go to bed, uh, reading bed. Uh, maybe like it's easier in the summer because with the with the nicer weather warmer weather we like to spend time on the balcony so even after dinner like it's a nice uh, there is a nice chilled atmosphere and it's it's just like nice we have a, a nice view outside so we have a lot of green so in the summer you can hear the birds and it's really cool really romantic as well and so it's it's just good to allow your body to relax and just uh, not have a constant look at a blue screen, which has been shown to reduce uh, um, not only the quantity, but the quality of your sleep too. So definitely makes sense. And hey, let's talk about uh, how can we make it happen this week? You know, sometimes you have to take things easily, like you have to start making progress by making small increments. So you can, uh, for example, think about going to bed uh, 10 minutes earlier or simply like uh, don't watch. Uh, TV for ten minutes, and just read in bed for in bed for ten minutes. Now I did it, and the first time I did it, I was like, "Oh my God!" I feel like you know my brain can actually relax, right? Because after five minutes of reading, like you you realize that you're actually tired, right? And your your eyes cl- kind of close naturally. Whether with the, um I mean, if I watch YouTube, and sometimes like over the weekend, I end up like watching a little bit of YouTube because I look at other coaches, and some coaches are between like entertainment and fitness so it's 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 very nice like jujimufu it makes me so laugh and sometimes like i end up like staying up a little bit more so you know it's important to take this uh, without judgment there is a reason uh, if you're doing the things like you're doing now so if you want to stay up a little bit more and you're you're doing it every day of the week don't just uh, cut yourself off uh, by by saying like i'm gonna like uh, go to bed one hour early earlier and wake up one hour earlier chances are that you might, uh, you know, feel uh, it's a little bit uh, too much of a jump. So um, I would recommend that to start by 10 minutes. So just reading bed can even be five minutes to start with, but make sure that you increment it. So ideally, the virtual ideal plan is to have no bed, no no screen time, like one, one to two hours before bed, right? That would be the ideal plan and we need to make it incremental if you are staying up late every night, right? So uh, that would be the first step. Now, here I also like want to just share a little detail that I used to read, read a lot of self-help books, a lot of entrepreneurship books, um, a lot of finance books, and, you know, these kind of books used to activate my brains. So I used to have a lot of ideas and motivation to create projects and really work. So I found out that basically I had to switch books. Because I, I like to read different books, right? So um, I now keep uh, these kind of books uh, for like my commute to the gym, which is about forty-five minutes. So it's uh, like an hour and a half that I can uh, either work or read. So I really like to make it like a productive time. So you know, my brain can work can work well if I have like an idea, I can write it down, develop it later. But that would be would not be a good book for uh, reading in bed because it would activate me. It would like uh, not actually make me sleep. Um, so I would recommend that you choose. And, and at the moment I'm reading like a classic from Herman S. It's called Narciso in Boccadoro. And it's an amazing story. I really like it. It's full of details. Uh, I'm reading it in my native language because I think, um, you know, certain books uh, are just better when you read them in your language. And, um, but most of the books I read, it's, uh, they are in English. I just you know that happened to be like that uh, this was a present from my parent from my father for uh, my birthday so i really enjoyed it and uh, it's just like uh, nice to go to bed now i also want to mention like the wake up time so that would be the first point um no bad no no blue screen right before bed okay try, try to reduce it try to make some steps and progress in that regards um the, the other point is uh, Just uh, look at the time that you usually go to bed and 10 hours before, don't have any coffee. Some research shows as well some uh, um, effect of caffeine even 12 hours after the assumption. So, um, you know, like just try to reduce coffee and any other stimulants 10 hours before bed, it's probably a good idea to cut it off after 12. I know some people like it after uh, lunch and if you have lunch uh, like at 12. You know, you might still have some effect uh, of caffeine around uh, in the body for, uh, you know, even like 10 or 11 p.m. So, you know, it it just makes sense for me to have like one, two, even three coffees like in the morning. Um, It it might make sense to wait like one or two hours before you have your first coffee, because you have to know that when you wake up in the morning, your body naturally produces cortisol. So... Like it, cortisol, it's the um, stress hormone. So, you know, you're, you might like open your eyes and think, oh my God, that's not bad. I heard that's not bad, but there are instances where it's actually good and there is a natural production of cortisol. Um, so for example, in the morning, in the first couple of hours, and that's the reason why sometimes when you open your eyes, you're like, oh my God, I'm so tired. But then as you wait for like five minutes, then you up, open your eyes again and you feel all right and you can wake up. Right. So, you know, like uh, that, that's one thing, make sure that you reduce uh, caffeine 10 hours before bedtime and try to postpone your first coffee a little bit. Okay. If you're like me, and uh, if you don't think about this, uh, you just wake up and pour your first coffee, just wait a little bit. I now like to go out, uh, you know, walk, water, wash my face, uh, do a little uh, check-in, um, and then like wait myself, uh, just upload the, the data, look at my day and then, uh, you know, I start uh, studying and I have my, my, my first coffee. Okay, so uh, that's that's the first uh, and the second uh, tip. The third tip is actually to, uh, you know, don't wait too much. Take, take a little bit of action by the time the alarm kicks off. So if you are, uh, you know, someone who, as soon as the alarm kicks off, you just turn around, slam it down and just go back to bed um you know you wanna you'll benefit from this because you know the the reality is uh, that i have uh, one uh, not negotiable uh, i mean i'm not the perfect sleeper and i'm not the perfect man but i have good sleep and i have good health and this is something that uh, you know might work for you too so like what i do it's like i'm not the kind of person I, i tell this to myself but i don't have to do it now like It's kind of like um, a rule for me now, but I don't think about it. It's just who I am. Uh, It's part of my identity. So I I don't, you know, snooze my alarm. So I snooze it. But if I snooze it, I wake up. So I stand up. It happened to me to be imperfect, to have periods of time where I actually would, oh my God, stay half an hour in bed more. And I think like there are instances where it's good to think, uh, um, you know, to allow yourself to take a day off, for example, or to... day off from this routine. Okay. But in general, if you think that you are the kind of person who doesn't snooze the alarm, um, you know, it's going to be much easier because you'll feel like uh, there is a misalignment uh, between two identities uh, uh, in that moment. Okay. You'll make it like more sexy to wake up and stand up actually. Um, So yeah, that's, um, you know, for uh, if you are feeling like you are struggling to wake up in the morning, there might be like a component of taking action there. Um, Because in the morning, like the bed, it's so soft uh, and, uh, you know, it's comfortable, it's warm, and it's just not going to make it uh, like easy for you to wake up. So that is, that is like a component of taking action on this. And this is going to help as well uh, for the following night, because, you know, if you wake up at the same time, and, uh, you know, for, for many people waking up, uh, it's not something they can decide or influence too much because of their work time, but most people can control their bedtime. So by actually taking action and waking up at a certain time, okay, not like postponing or like, uh, you know, sometimes uh, you're on time, sometimes you stay 40 minutes later. And this is like a regular trend. Uh, sometimes like uh, your regular trend might be that on Monday you're very on time, but then on Thursday, like you really struggle. So like there is this descending trend every week uh, and it kind of reset in the weekend. Um, so yeah, like if you're someone like that, uh, um, you, you'll benefit from like taking a bit of action, be a little bit uncomfortable, taking like a, like a game, you know, it's uh, sometimes it's, it's important to just know the right expectations. Say like, if you are going to, in, like, anticipate your uh, alarm time by an hour, don't, don't, you know, hope to be super rested the first day. It's going to take time, but our body likes this structure and this uh, uh, regularity in sleep, like it really likes. Um, so, yeah, you'll see this uh, as a, like, with time, okay? At the beginning, it's going to be a little bit uh, of an experimentation, which is the cool part about it. Um, so yeah, the, the, the other tip I, 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 wrote down for you guys, it's, uh, just think, uh, because sometimes like you go to bed and you think, oh my God, I have to go to bed because tomorrow I have to wake up and I, I know it's important for me to sleep. Although I really like this show. So, you know, I work hard for, for my work, like in my life. So I really just want to enjoy a little bit. Right. So just think, um, that you're going to go to bed because you want to live Freshed, rested and full of energy so it's not something that is an imposition it's uh, surely like it's a guideline to sleep seven to nine hours but then like since you're not gonna have like uh uh, so direct effect that will make you think uh, oh my god i should have went to sleep early like the reality is that this um like sleep disruption is going to manifest in your life in a subtle way so you'll feel like a little bit more cravings for chocolate if your sleep is not uh, on point. You'll feel a little bit more moody. You'll feel a bit more like you need the reward in life. Um, and you'll struggle to be, you know, vibrant, uh, positive, uh, energetic, uh, um, uh, you know, to look at the neck, to look, uh, to plan ahead, right? This is something that requires energy. And sometimes, like, when you have no good sleep, then it's hard to plan things, right? So, um, you know, just think you'll wake up super rested, okay? Just just imagine like you're going to this amazing bed. I do think about it sometimes because it's really helpful. And just think, oh my God, I'm going to have the best night of my life. And then you'll, uh, you know, wake up regardless of how you'll feel. Just stand up, okay? i like to give myself like, uh, you know, a 10 second count in my mind. As soon as the alarm, uh, you know, kick off, I just count to 10 and then boom. I wake up. Sometime I wake up right away. Sometime I wake up at six. Like it's, again, it's important to experiment, right? And not to just count to 10 and, and be super strict. So um, talking about diet, like how that can impact like your actual bedtime. Hey, one thing, it's actually like don't have any food one to two hours and not uh, any alcohol one to two hours before bed sometimes we are all guilty guys we went out we had one of those crazy nights we had some more alcohol um, some more food some more processed food and then we also had a kebab on the way home i remember like uh, uh, this time like i was so drunk uh, probably like a few years back and i was walking home and i was ordering pizza already for the day after so you know like it happens uh, life uh, life. you know it's like this sometimes uh, um you know the social life becomes something not really that we can't say no to and we enjoy it sometimes so we're not talking about some time you're talking about our habits our regular life our regular routines so uh, when we when we talk about like monday to friday or monday to saturday it can be something that you consider and it's actually easier to do on the weekend don't have any foods any food at all one to two hours before bed Sometimes you might be late and you might have to do like an hour before, but consider that two hours is a bit better. Hey, your digestive system actually takes a lot of energy and a lot of work from the body in order to digest and process and absorb all the nutrients in the food we eat. So it's important to don't have this kind of work going in the background as you're trying to get some restorative sleep, okay? So it's important. That's why I often recommend to our clients to select, like, the food that they eat uh, in their last meal in terms of, like, their preferences. But how food makes you feel is important here because, you know, I know, for for example, myself, I'm not... uh, um, dealing w- very well with dairy. So, I'm not going to have like a big glass of milk, uh, even if it's something that I like. Th- this is why, I, like, milk for me is a yellow food. Uh, we talk about red, yellow, and green uh, um, foods uh, um, in our coaching program, but it's just like a way to divide uh, the foods that you, that you like, that is good for, or less good for your goals into buckets. Uh, so, m- milk for me is a yellow food. Yeah, I can eat it and not die. It's probably good for my goals, but it's just not so good because when I drink it, like, it makes me feel a little bit bloated in the throat. So I struggle to breathe properly. So that impacts my sleep. So, you know, I'm not going to have a glass of milk before bed. I might have it in the morning. I might have it for lunch. I don't see any, benefit, any, any negative uh, effect when I do that, but I'm not going to have it right before bed, okay? So just have a look at... Uh, You know the kind of food that you eat sometimes a high protein uh, uh, food uh, it's really difficult to digest um i i I think like sometimes the mix of protein and fat has slowed down digestion even more i wouldn't say it's a problem for carbs there is a reason for like keep it uh, a medium like a moderate meal unless you're someone who is like a hard gainer and you're trying to gain muscle and strength then in that case like you might have to go to bed like a little bit full more full than other people but if you're just a, a general lifter who likes to feel healthy to be in good shape and to have a lot of energy during the day there are very good reasons to cut off alcohol two hours before bed and to have a medium meal okay so you can totally like match your calorie macros goal for the day but that's why it requires a little bit of planning but it's it's serving a purpose, right? So you'll uh, uh, eat a bit more in the first part of the day, which some people like more because, um, you know, they can have a bigger breakfast, they can have still a a light meal, they can have a good snack in the afternoon, and then just a lighter dinner. Okay, some people really like it. Um, So yeah, that's uh, uh, the next tip. Um, The other tip that I have for you, it's actually something that I do very regularly, but I it's almost unnoticed. Uh, I keep a glass of water next to my bed and as soon as I snooze the alarm so uh, as soon as the alarm kicks off, 10 seconds max later, I snooze the alarm and then I drink a big glass of water. This is like internal shower not only like is good for like uh, waking up uh, your system uh, but also like uh, because you've just uh, been for nine. Uh, in a good world uh, most likely seven to nine hours without any fluid without any food Uh, food is not really an issue here but hydration might be um so it's 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 not gonna you're not gonna die like you're gonna survive but having this internal shower is a really good idea it's gonna give your body a little bit uh, of water after a, a period of like no water at all so like Feel free to do it. You don't have to keep it next to your bed. You can keep it like on a kitchen counter or, you know, in the bathroom. I like to do it in the bathroom as well. Um, And you just, boom, go down a big glass of water and it's going to be good for your hydration. It's going to be good for your energy. And it's just going to help you wake up a little bit uh, faster, a little bit easily. Um, The other thing, like for making actually sure that you go to bed... uh, on time and that you go to bed earlier. Um, a lot to do, a, a lot uh, of going to bed uh, earlier has to do with uh, your environment. So how is your bedroom? It, it's important here to do just uh, a little bit of an audit uh, of your environment, like your uh, sleep environment. So I, I try to keep uh, sl- like the bedroom, so the bed, uh, just for se- sex and sleep. Okay. So you're uh, going to link that basically physical area of your house to just those feelings, right? Uh, which are like love and like recovery and rest, uh, which is perfect. Like a lot of people, uh, they eat in bed, they watch television in bed, they use social media in bed, they do many other things in bed, they work in bed. And sometimes I had to do it in the past too, you know, when you are uh, one uh, single uh, and in London and you have to share flats and you have a, you live in a very small house. Like, we all had to do it, but like we're grown adults uh, and uh, most, uh, most of us uh, can actually have a control of, uh, on our environment. So, um, you know, like some some good tips are to keep the, the dark, uh, the room super dark. Uh, so use blinders or curtains, um, keep it tidy. Just keep it nice and fresh. We open the window um, because I have also a, a little thermometer in the room. It's a good idea to keep it fresh uh, we keep it like 17 18 degrees uh, although in the summer, <laughs> yeah in the summer it goes up, up up a little bit but most people find it they can sleep better with the 19 to 21 degrees celsius so you know keeping a fresh room it's also important keep it a silent room if you can't keep it silent because of your neighbors or where you live consider like buying one of those white noise uh, um, you know, background devices, uh, which are like a fan. If you don't have like one of those fancy devices, you can just use a fan, and that noise can actually help you to sleep. Um, yeah. So just check a little bit, uh, your environment to see if it's good, um, and check the spreadsheet for some, uh, good tips and advices on how to actually improve your sleep and, and yeah, your sleep hygiene practices, right? Moving on, like just uh, when you wake up uh, allow yourself some time right there's gonna be a natural cortisol production and if you give yourself some time same for going to bed like don't expect to boom fall asleep right away. We need transitions, right? So like we need to start getting into the mood. That's why routines are so powerful. Like having a wake up routine or a morning routine, it's like, sometimes it removes the thinking. You don't need to think about like what you're supposed to be doing, what you want to do, how to balance between the two. Like you don't know. And like time passed by and like 20 minutes passed by and you now you're scrolling the news. Like it, it just like can... In those situations, like things can go so easily out of our control that it makes sense to actually like have a little bit of a plan here. So, um, developing a evening routine and morning routine is up to you. It's like, that's why I like you to really use your creativity and your, um, you know, just, uh, just problem solving skills uh, to come up with a routine that is aligned with your goals and with the things that you like to do so i'm gonna share mine for a moment like this is so good for me like i actually started to you know don't exercise as soon as i wake up i used to do it in a long time like for a long time i used to wake up boom go to the gym hit the weights come home have a breakfast have a shower and then i would be operative between 10 and 10 30 and i would work until 5 right? Hey, I don't know about you, but sometime the morning is the miracle time, right? So I actually, as an entrepreneur now, take two hours of work. I call it the magic time. And I do it as soon as I wake up. This has bought me so much freedom and like um, serenity in life, because I actually get the most important things done. And hey, you want to wonder what's the first thing that I do? study for an hour study for me it's one of the, the most important is like at the base of my business I wouldn't be who I am today if I like didn't decide to actually study every day of my life something even if it's for like um, 10 minutes sometimes you know life gets in the way and with my parents you know we have things going on uh, and I train me down to half an hour or 20 minutes 15 minutes five minutes, but I always make sure that I do it. Right. So that's the first thing it's sexy for me because I crave new knowledge I crave. uh, I'm so curious, right? I'm a curious dude and I want to find out the truth. So I need to start. And also I want to give you the um, tools that you need to improve your fitness and health. So I want to be the best version of myself. And that's like why for me, the first thing, um, and it's even more sexy than working out because. You know, at 6.30 in the morning, I can get a pretty good uh, two hours uh, uh, of uh, productive time. But when I go to the gym, it just takes me time. When? Instead, when I actually go to the gym at nine, and I'm lucky that I have freedom and I can do this, uh, I understand. But there are many entrepreneurs listening which can do the same. Um, You know, I'm, it's kind of, I feel like I almost earned my workout, right? So I'm like, okay, now you can work out, get it done, you have good energy 10 a.m is a great time to work out and uh, by the by the time I'm, I'm at the gym it's 10 30 I get a good workout record my videos record my reels and then I'm on the way back and I'm doing some work and I'm operative like at 12 right so I still get at, by 12 I had done a workout and two hours of productive work so I'm operative for more uh, routine tasks such as uh, coaching clients uh, and like doing um you know strategy calls with uh, uh, new clients uh, or creating content uh, answering comments uh, you know just recording this podcast for example it's uh, 3 17. Uh, i record this podcast one day before if you were wondering uh, but yeah like uh, you know that's uh, something interesting because you know i used to feel bad of not being the first one exercising like as soon as the sun was up um, but again, like, it's just not working so well for me. So I had to switch and I had to be curious in order to find out. So, you know, curiosity, it's such an underrated, uh, uh, aspect of fitness and nutrition. Um, but yeah, like, um, waking up on time is gonna allow you to align your circadian rhythm with the natural, uh, um, sun and night cycle. Um, so yeah, like it, it's just gonna take time, but once your body is aligned, then you'll know, because. Let's say that you, on Sunday, don't put the alarm, but you go to bed at the same time as usual. At what time do you wake up? What, how much time does your body actually need in order to recover and feel rested, right? And, you know, you start realizing that you're doing a good job when on a Sunday morning you wake up at 6 a.m. And you're like, all right, my body like now aligned for like 10 to 6 so I go to bed at 10 and wake up at six with no problem. I actually don't need the, sh- the, the alarm anymore. And it's so crazy when that happens, right? Now, it's still something that I have to manage. It's uh, going to bed. So I know that is challenging. So we don't wanna be too hard on ourselves, right? But we actually wanna take charge of our fitness goals and our health goals. So let's, let's decide on a range. So this is something that works well for many people. Um, it works less well for other people who are more like precise. But you know, if you like flexibility and you like to be sustainable, like you like to do something for the long term, something that doesn't feel like a extreme protocol. Okay, that if you skip one day, like you'll feel bad. No, but you give yourself a range. Like go to bed at between ten and 30 May actually um, you know allow you to to have that flexibility that allow you to be consistent and actually get it doing, get it done, right? Um, so, yeah, that's wake up on time. Um, be awakened by light, if you can. Like, hey, if you can, a very powerful thing you can do is to just get your head outside for a moment, right? Expose your eyes to, to the sun. Um, this will produce, uh, will help the production of melatonin and will boost, uh, like, the following night's sleep, okay, in terms of... Uh, Duration and quality, right? So pretty convenient. I am lucky. I have a, um, a four-legged uh, friend or member of the family, I would say, more than a friend. And then we, yeah, we have a nice walk. And now that I'm on a cat, we, uh, I take my dog, Bora, exactly for a longer walk. So maybe we walk for like 25 minutes. Nothing crazy. I still have stuff to do. My magic time is waiting for me. But I'm, um, uh, yeah getting outside even if it's for 15 minutes even on a cloudy days uh, it's has been shown to be very effective uh, for improving your sleep um get moving get exercise like this this is a no-brainer like the positive uh, effect on sleep uh, of exercise is huge Resistance training better but like free movement here is is the king right just if you are not following any resistance training and you're scared of going to the gym just get moving, right? Um, and, and yeah, we have a training for our members uh, of the team Pavone, uh, so our ca- paying clients. Uh, so like we um, uh, talk about uh, not uh, never pressing pause for, on your health and fitness and how to actually have workouts that you can do anywhere, anytime, even in five minutes. Literally, I'm talking about uh, you have five minutes between Zoom meetings. What can you do? You are in your studio, in, in your studio, look around. This is the power of the environment, by the way. If you have two dumbbells and a mat already open on the floor, then you can do, for example, uh, uh, five minutes uh, of a circuit where you do like some split squat, uh, some bicep curl and some shoulder presses, and you just uh, you know move on like that. Or if you have no dumbbells, you can do bear crawls, you can do push-ups, you can do split jump, you can do squat jump, you can do so many exercises, you can do plank and like, really like taking action on this it's it's key um but yeah we talk about the food we talk about uh, um you know like getting to bed early you heard me talking about 10 a.m 10 p.m but hey um you know just consider uh, that even like remember uh, th- those nights where you actually woke up at 12 or like 11 in the morning and you went to bed very late like crazy night like I don't know 3 4 a.m in the morning even if you get eight hours of sleep you don't actually wake up rested why is that well because like there is a a reason why like animals well in 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 theory like there are some uh, nocturnal animals but like usually sleep uh, as the sun goes down and as the sun comes up uh, they wake up right so if me and you were in nature we wouldn't stay up uh, and we would like just just leave like um savages in the in the forest, we would probably go to bed as the sun goes down and we would wake up naturally with the with the sun coming up. This is why every two hours uh, every hour that you sleep before midnight is gonna count as two hours after right This is super important because I actually made a little experiment on the weekend and I went to bed very early for this reason. I wanted to see if my body like liked it all right so there is not going to be a big difference between going to bed at nine and ten but if you go and i don't know this is where the culture impacts a lot like if i tell my parents that at nine a.m i was in bed they ask me were you sick or like did you have to catch a plane the day after so like they would feel it's a bit weird right because Italians usually have dinner at eight have a bit of you know a nice dinner um, and then they watch the television they chit chat a little bit so you know they're never gonna go to bed before like 11 or 10 30. in south of Italy it's common to eat at 10 30 11 so <laughs> when I was there I was so angry and I was so angry as well because i was like where is my dinner um but yeah it's a, it's a crazy if you're not used to it in other countries it's different like uh, in the uk it's not so uncommon to have for example dinner at 6 to 7 p.m so literally like we have different cultures uh, we live in different geographical location with different cultures so like uh, just just see a little bit what you can do and there is a line not only with your goals but with your lifestyle preferences and your culture um but i went to bed at nine And literally, it was so crazy, uh, because the night before, uh, or it probably was like a week before, I saw this reel of this guy waking up at 4.48 in the morning, and I felt bad of, like, feeling tired of waking up at 6. So I was like, okay, let me see if I go to to bed at 9, what happens? And I woke up, funny enough, at 4.48, but I turned around, I took my book. You know if you if you do a little calculation it's not too bad i was like actually pretty rested i took my book and i read a fiction book in bed for 45 minutes and then i slowly opened the windows i woke had my glass of water in between as i was reading and then i washed my face and i started studying it was a beautiful start of the day right and uh, you know i didn't feel any tired so you know, that's the beauty of like going to bed super early, like the time before midnight is actually very productive for sleep. Um, and you know, if you focus on this aspect rather on the, I have to go to bed, it's going to be easier to, it's going to be more sexy. You'll actually say, oh, I want to do it. I want to wake up at five and feel, feel rested. Feel like I don't need to be in bed until eight to feel rested and hey, I am, uh, you know, pretty confident as well saying that uh, if you feel uh, like you struggle to wake up in the morning, um, you know, there might be some, uh, you might have experienced that already in the past. Hey, we all been kids. We all went to school and we all some days didn't want to go to school. Right. So, Hey, sometimes we just feel like that kid. We want to feel like that kid again and and say, Hey mom, can we take a day off? Hey mom, I want to stay in bed. Hey mom, I feel sick hey, mom, I don't want to go to school Um, or hey, dad. So like, if that's you, that's okay, right? That's okay. Just know that staying in bed that day will not make you feel like your kid, right? And there are other ways to feel connected and belonging that are not just uh, like perpetuating the same actions that we did like 20 years ago. Um, So yeah, there there was just like a, a last tip. I wanted to also like get into the power of the mind and just like... If you are someone who is working on a big project or is taking on a lot of responsibilities uh, and maybe you are working on like challenging stuff. Hey, you know, your mind is working. You have uh, worries and you have, uh, you know, thoughts uh, and and then you have ideas. And sometimes uh, this cycle never seems to stop. So it's important that you actually do something to stop it. When you go through social media, like it's crazy. Your brain gets so many informations that are often not processed so like it's normal that you close your eyes and you have like pictures and like stories and like ideas and then you compare yourself to them and like you know what you don't have and it's like a a constant train so we need to put a stop to that train so one way to do this is to just plan the day before like before you go to bed you can just say okay what is one thing that I'm extremely grateful for today what thing what's one thing that you know i i could have made today better with this is actually helpful because sometimes i stayed in bed for like i couldn't wake up i was so tired that i i stayed in bed for like 15 minutes and then uh, i was like at the end of the day a little reflection time and that reflection time allowed me to see that it's not something that makes me feel better it actually makes me feel more tired when i actually wake up so i don't want to do it now Do I feel better after I've done it? No, because I know that everything happens for a reason. Uh, And probably like, you know, if I felt a little bit tired, it was because of a series of things that happened the day before, not in that moment. In that moment, you have a very little influence apart on the fact that you stand up or you stay in bed, right? So it's important to don't be too hard on yourself. Just appreciate that what's happening now, You know, it's happening for a reason and then decide what you want to do about it. A little reflection at the end of the day allow you to see moments like this uh, and are very helpful. So I wrote down, okay, I know I could have made today better by, you know, taking action and waking up and the day after I started to do it again and it never happened since then. So that was uh, like a few months ago. All right, so much about uh, sleep. I wanted to address a few other points in this show, but time is running out. And uh, I don't wanna um, take like too long to do this episode because I want uh, the this show to be something snackable. It's something that you can listen to even on a short walk or uh, during one of your, um, you know, smaller task uh, of the day uh, like washing some some uh, some of our listeners like to listen to the show as they wash plates uh, or as they tidy the house uh, or as they are having like uh, a cardio workout i like to listen to podcasts uh, during a a cardio workout or like if i'm doing 10 minutes of cardio i might use it uh, to listen to a podcast just because it's like i don't like it during the workout it's just i like some uh, hip-hop uh, or rap uh, or like rock music uh, but it's uh, it's so true like that time doesn't have to be boring you can listen to something engaging and just get going 10 minutes uh, 15 20 minutes uh, they pass very fast uh, when you're listening to something engaging um so yeah um we'll uh, try to keep it short but i wanted to share with you as well uh, like a couple of tips uh, on uh, how to keep up with your fitness goal when you're busy so you know, this is helpful as well for uh, if you're trying to improve your sleep, because some of the things might actually work. Like the first thing is take a honest look at how you're spending your time. So, you know, if you're if you're busy, most often and not, this will translate in like use keeping some of the things that are good for you, uh, such as, for example, having good meals full of nutrients and in the right calories for your goals, right? So, you know, the quality of your, of your diet is one thing, but the one rule or yeah one lesson of good nutrition it's that calories matter for your role uh, so you know j- just just know that um but take a honest look most often than not like keeping a time diary of how you are spending your time now will allow you to find gaps will allow you to find um a 30 minutes here 10 minutes there five minutes there and actually you have an hour to work out just not in one sitting which might be actually a better, a superior way to work out. I mean, if you ask like a professional athlete, um, you know, rather than doing another session on a Sunday off, it probably made more sense to increase, like to split one of the two sessions in two uh, and make them a little bit bigger, okay? So increase the dose, but then leave one entire day off, right? So, you know, that's one thing, take a honest look, divide your time in uh, 30 or 15 minutes block, Uh, I mean, there are uh, rumors that Barack Obama used to divide uh, his uh, schedule in five minutes block. Um, This is so interesting to me because, you know, as a creative, sometimes I get caught up in the creative process and I'm like, oh my God, I spent two hours creating this, you know, article or video, but, you know, sometimes it's not necessary to have two hours. Sometimes you only have 15 minutes and you get it done in 15 minutes. Okay, so there is a chance that, you know, your productivity can improve, and once your productivity improves, um, so you have uh, the famous deep work time, uh, then, uh, you know, you, have, you can free yourself some time. And remember that time is the most important asset, uh, most valuable asset that we have in life, because we all uh, have uh, availability, the same availability of time. We have different commitments. We have different things we want to do and different thif- different things we do, but we all have 24 hours in the day and 168 hours in the week, okay? So, I, I yeah, I always, like, really seriously question when people say, I don't have time because we work with, like, very busy professionals. So, so like, for example, one of uh, our clients is uh, an investor and he works crazy hours. I mean, only, like, after a few years working with him um you know i asked him about uh, how does he spend the week and then sometime uh, like it's crazy when i think about that moment because he told me i'm an investor i don't have days off so it was crazy to me to think that this guy is working seven um days a week and he's not taking any days off so like by actually having a look uh, at his schedule and seeing if uh, we can we could make it like a little bit more productive uh, um you know during the week we could uh, by some time on the weekend. So, you know, there are some crazy busy people out there that are still finding the time. uh, And we can argue that everyone has like those uh, three sittings of uh, 40 to 60 minutes to work out every week. Even the most, uh, you know, successful and uh, um, the most busy people in the world can do it. So there is no reason why, like, I don't know, a busy single uh, mom of two couldn't do it, right? So not uh, like putting anyone uh, like comparing anyone we all have different challenges and different uh, um you know situations but you know, we all can find the time when we look at, the, at how we are spending the time right now um so yeah that's the first thing uh, the second thing is just do some meal prep I mean we did uh, like an, a, an extensive training um in our Facebook group for uh, our dedicated Facebook group for the clients um and it's just crazy because like certain things either you prepare them and cook them in advance or you will not eat them okay and certain times like this is this can be done with an hour in the weekend we make it nice we make it like a nice routine with me and my partner and we make it uh, like we were talking about it uh, the other day that we had guests and uh, we had so much time so, so such a fun time cooking together and we were wondering like why don't we see each other for like cooking. Have you ever uh, like uh, talk to a friend and then like talking about food, uh, like maybe you talk about a lasagna or a pizza or a bread and you're like, oh my god I never done, I never made pizza. Guys, I owe you a YouTube videos where I show you how I make my pizza because my father who has a good taste he doesn't easily say, you know I eat this and he doesn't eat any processed food. It's incredible. He's super like he's smoking 40 cigarettes a day but he's uh, eating no processed food at all. And he has a very good taste. So like when I made him pizza, he was like, Francesco, I I know now that I never actually made a real pizza. This pizza is amazing. So I needed to show you how I do it in a YouTube video. Uh, so if you're up for it, just send me a DM on Instagram with the, the word pizza. And I know it will be coming from someone uh, of uh, our podcast listener. And so I'll be happy to connect with you and to make that video. Um, but yeah. Um, You know, you might wonder, I don't know how to make this pizza. But then, like, you actually, like, most friends, they go out and they eat at the restaurant or they have a drink together. But they could actually, like, spend two hours buying some healthy food, looking at a recipe, and cooking together. Because the preparation can be very nice with music. You can catch up with your friends, but you are doing something. So you are not either, like, in front of an ice cream or, uh, you know, at the cinema or, like, you know... shopping mall where you don't you're not gonna buy anything uh oh god if there is something that i really dislike doing that's totally not relevant for this podcast but it's like spending or wasting time at a shopping mall where i know that i'm not gonna need anything so you know i'm not so much into material things uh, apart from uh, you know <laughs> motorbikes that uh, but uh that's something that I really, I would like to spend my time in thousands different times, different ways. So one would be like cooking. I love cooking. It does, you don't need to be passionate about cooking to spend like an afternoon cooking with your friends. So, you know, if you're wondering, oh my God, social, social scenarios, like my friends are not into fitness. uh, I always be the one who say, oh, let's go for something healthy. Let's go for that place where we can assemble stuff. Um, And sometimes it doesn't happen. Sometimes it does. You know, it could be that you invite your friends for a cooking day and then, you know, you, you, you can make it fun. So you can have themes and everyone has to buy ingredients and then with whatever you like, you have, like you're going to cook something. And even if you miss something, it can be like a game, right? It could be something really fun. Um, So that's something, you know, you can engage your family, your kids, uh, you can, you know, cook and then bring the food uh, at a picnic uh, and, you know, bring the bowl. Now the summer and spring is here, summer is coming. Um, So, you know, there are thousands uh, of different ways to do this, but it's actually something to try. Um, I would look at your priorities. You know i we i I recommend that you divide your priorities in three buckets like stuff that you need to survive stuff uh, that uh, you don't need to survive but it's really meaningful for you uh and then stuff uh, that is just fun right the stuff that you do uh, it doesn't have to be like extremely fun like how would you define watching netflix it's like uh it's not really fun it's not like as fun as uh, the day where you graduated from university and you were like so happy or the day that you won the 200 meter butterfly uh, the italian championship in the 200 meter butterfly and you were like extremely happy or the day that you got married or the day you know that your parents came visiting you in an abroad where you were living abroad so like these are the moments that are really fun right so there are different levels um, I don't think we should all have just like extremely, um, you know, celebrating moments, but you know, like, how do you define Netflix? It's going to be part of your schedule that you want it or not. And I know people who says that they have no time, but they watch Netflix for two hours a day. So it's not that they don't have time. They just spend two hours. Um, you know, so that's 10 hours of 168 hours a week, uh, watching Netflix so for them like that has to be in the bucket of fun because you know when you start filling your bucket with the um with the fun then it doesn't matter how you order the important and less important stuff there's not gonna fit like they are not gonna fit all in the same bucket you need to divide and start putting the most important things then the least important things and then lastly the fun not because fun is not important um but just because like uh, you know even if you end up you know watching netflix netflix for half an hour less than the last week you're not gonna die and you're not gonna be unhappy you're actually gonna be more happy because you'll be more consistent with the things that you actually want to do so you'll take a little bit more charge of your time and you'll be a little bit more in charge of your life too um yeah the other thing is uh, like just, just con- connect with others. Like, it's, it doesn't click, but connecting with others allow you to um, be more consistent with your fitness and health goals when you're busy. As I said earlier, connecting with others allow you to understand that you are actually doing pretty damn right. You are doing well. You are busy, you are working hard, you have goals, you are understanding, like, reaching out for support. You know, support, we talk about it so many times, it's such an important aspect of, like, achieving our goals. So, and, you know, so important. Have a friend, have a buddy, have an accountability buddy, um, do an accountability post. On, on social media this this was very powerful for one of my uh, ex-client so she 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 basically became super consistent with her workouts simply by taking a selfie after the workout was finished uh, and posting it on her Instagram feed so basically she had like four of those pictures every week at the beginning it was only three because she was doing a three days program and then we moved to a four days program and she was very consistent um, so you know it doesn't have to be just a coach we have a dedicated uh, uh, coaching program for the people who struggle with uh, high stress and a busy schedule and still want to lose weight, get stronger, build some muscle and just see the results that they want to see on their body. Um, but, you know, when you connect with others, then you sit down at the table or you're just hanging out with friends and you find out that one, it's working out once every month. And there are so many people that sign up to a gym and work out uh, only once in the month, the average once in the week. Right. So if you are working out three days a week and you feel like, oh, my God, you are behind because you see all these great uh, coaches or uh, influencer or fitness dudes on uh, Instagram that goes six days and they say, you know, you if you take a day off, you have to stop eating. And these crazy rules, uh, you know, if you only see that, uh, then you're comparing yourself with a very, you know, performing and, you know, kind of Extremely dedicated the niche of the industry. So the coaches, uh, the health enthusiasts, uh, the people who made uh, like fitness and nutrition like a uh, paramount part of their life. Uh, no, like you need to compare yourself to normal people and like to your peers, to people you look up to and just ask them, how do they do? Uh, like just, I'm sure that you look up to other your boss or like other bosses or other people in your uh, industry um, and just reach out to them and ask them, like how the hell do you keep up? Like. Do you even exercise at all, right? Some people, they do a mix of resistance training, so they can only do resistance training on the weekend, like uh, Saturday and Sunday. And then during the week, uh, they either walk the dog uh, or uh, walk the kids, like just go to the park with the kids and play with the kids. Like, look, you can spend an hour with your kids uh, if you have kids uh, and just playing actively with them, lifting them up, uh, you know, um, just playing balls, playing games with them, or uh, you can just sit down on a bench and look. Same goes for my clients. If you're if you're my client and you're listening to this episode, um, you know, like, how can you mix uh, your priorities? One of your priorities will actually be in the middle bucket. So you know, being in great shape, it's not something that you can die for and you should die for, uh, but it's something that is very meaningful for many people, very important. It's very important for me, but it's not a matter of life or death. Um, you know, when you also like think about that goal. There are different things inside. So there is taking coaching calls. There is doing coaching check-ins. There is taking coaching group calls. There is looking at a supplemental coaching material. And then there are things that you know you you can do to to, to just get closer to your goals and a bit faster. One might be walking. So my suggestion for you is like, once you divide your priorities in these three buckets, can you pair things up? Because you can totally, and you should, if you're listening to this call, uh, to this show, you should take a coaching call as you walk. Not only because walking, like, uh, will free and produce uh, positive hormones, uh, so will put you, like, in more, uh, in a better mindset for change and for, like, uh, coming up with things you were pondering about uh, and, like, new ideas, new strategy, something that you're interested in, uh, but it can actually help you to lose weight because it will increase uh, your step count, right? So that's uh, just a little bit more about how to keep up with your fitness goal when you're busy, because I know that uh, consistency, it's the most important thing, but it's ultimately something we all struggle with uh, somehow. And hey, if you were wondering, I have an amazing coaching deal uh, just for you listening to this episode. So if you want to get this deal, um, just message me on Instagram. You can find the link on the show notes, but you can also find me at Pavone fitness, um, the Amid Awards Lean Muscle to get a dedicated coaching deal only for you and only for the other listeners of this uh, show. So next uh, week, I really try to make an effort uh, to um, do a good show about five fat loss myths, Uh, So if you have any questions about, like, something weird that you heard about losing weight or, like, something that you think uh, it's a misconception but you don't know how to explain it or you're wondering if that's true, any other doubt that you might have about fat loss, uh, again, you know my Instagram uh, username, just go and reach out to me, DM your question and would be extremely helpful to, you know, just make a show entirely around one of the questions you might have and then really go into the nitty-gritty of what's working well for me in that regards what's working for my clients and my past clients and what's the latest scientific evidence so yeah that's it for today's episode from coach francesco is everything ciao ciao